This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 335. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. And my name is John. John, how's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good, pal. How about yourself? I'm pretty good, round and round, up and down. I got a little uh, laryngitis action going on, so if I voice cracks or squeaks or I sound odd this week, well, that's why. Puberty is a fucker. I'm 43, so nope. (laughs) Stranger things have happened, I imagine. Possibly. Who knows? I watched a few things. How about yourself? I also watched a few things. Uh, some things that you wanted me to watch and some things that I wanted to watch. And um, Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, most of our shows aren't back. The Rookie did come back this week, but it came back yesterday, so we won't watch it. Yeah, that. I didn't watch it. Uh, I'm not excited to watch it either. <laughs> I'm not either. I saw it and I'm like, oh, yay. I did watch uh, the new episode of The Connors. Still like it. It's a good show. I had two episodes of Young Rock to watch. I only watched one of them. I thought it was odd I had two, but that's hmm. okay. It is odd. Uh, so you, you watch watched any? Rocky Sucks, and I watched Night of the Chi-Chi's. No. Right? Well, no, Rocky Sucks was the week before. Yeah. Yeah. So I this, episode- week, this week there was just Night of the Chi-Chi's, I think. So, for me, it showed episodes three and four. Hmm. And I know I didn't rewatch an episode. Now i got to look it up. I know I didn't rewatch an episode. I've got a computer right in front of me. I watched On the Ropes. Yeah? I I guess maybe I missed that one. I don't know. So, I did not watch Night of the Chi-Chi's. I watched okay. On the Ropes, which is the episode after Rocky Sucks, where they're trying to figure out why The Rock didn't take the president's offer. And we meet mm-hmm. Lars Anderson and the issues with the uh, his grandmother and Lars Anderson and everything. Yes. I don't know if Lar- Lars Anderson was a toolbox like that or not. I can't say. I'm just not familiar that, enough. That was going to be my question to you, because they really portrayed him to be a, a complete D-bag. Yeah. And they've really done a good job portraying things as they were with minimal exaggerations. Mm. So I kind of feel like that, that that must be accurate. It doesn't seem like it's the type of thing that he would yeah. want to, um, you know, portray on national TV and have this guy be like, you son of a bitch. Don't slander me. And Lars is still around. So um, there was an episode of. There's a TV show on Vice called uh, Tales from the Territories. Okay. Which is about territory wrestling. They show recaps and footage and have a roundtable discussion with people. Mm-hmm. And they did an episode on Polynesian pro wrestling. Hmm. And they talked to uh, a few different people. One of them was 
was Bruno Lauer or downtown Bruno or Harvey Whippleman, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. And he did say that without Leah Maivia and, and everything else, he never would have made it in wrestling because that's where he got his big break. And, you know, like the actress that's playing Leah Maivia, they had mm-hmm. actual footage of Leah on Young Rock. And it was just like, holy cow. <laughs> is it crazy? Like, that is like very like the the vo- the husky voice the build everything um, <laughs> nice you know they they did talk about Lars Anderson they did talk about a few other things but I'm really enjoying Tales from the Territory they've had there's 10 episodes in the season they've had they've aired 9 of them last mm-hmm. one's tomorrow night Tuesday the uh the 6 so that's a solid show I enjoy the hell out of it nice but it's not catering to the casual fan like Dark Side of the Ring did Okay. It kind of caters more towards like a hardcore fan or, or a smart deep dive fan. So like the ratings aren't as good, but I'm mm. I'm really enjoying it. So I hope we get a second season. Thanks. So I managed to get through uh, three episodes of Doctor Who. I, I'll say you know you didn't watch Night at Chi Chi's, but there's it's not really a full PS, but there is something kind of like at the end, just watch yeah. all the way up through the credits. Like they're still well, talking and stuff, but one of the things I saw someone had post on the internet and I'm, I'm guessing it's from the night of the Chi Chi's episode was the rock and, and Randall are walking through like his trophy case room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's title, but there's replicas of titles that he held in the WWE, like on display. Uh huh. One of the titles is the WWE universal championship. Which he has never held. Ah, <laughs> nice. And this show takes place ten years in the future. Mm-hmm. And the big rumor is that <laughs> the Rock, the Rock is going to come back and wrestle Roman Reigns, who's the longest reigning Universal Champion of all time, at uh, WrestleMania this this year or next year. So, I just and find it funny. The, yeah. That would be epic. That yeah. would be great. He's like, this show takes place in the future. That's the blue strapped universal championship. Like he never held that title. He never held the <laughs> universal championship. Well, you know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. What's he trying to say? <laughs> Little foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we got through three more episodes of Doctor Who. I say yeah. got through. We enjoyed the fuck out of them. Uh, Robot of Sherwood. Yeah. Fun. You know, yeah. Robin Hood isn't real. And the whole, um, you know, the the fact that the doctor really hated him and like the two of them went back and forth at each other almost childishly, you know, fun. Um, again, him and Clara's banter. Clara is like so quick witted anyway, um, but the banter that they have is just impeccable. Um, listen, we got the episode. Listen, nice. Love that whole part in the beginning there where he's talking about like you know there's perfect predators, there's perfect defense. Why is there no perfect hiding? But there probably is. How would you know? Oh, creepy. And then the fact that she is the hand that grabs him from under the bed. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Um, and then Time Heist, the one where they uh, end up breaking into the bank of Carabraxis. Oh, yes, yes. Starts with him getting a phone call. And then, like, the next thing you know, they're all holding those memory worms. And Oh, great episode. Love a good heist. I have not watched any more of the peripheral yet, although I guess the final episode is out now. So, okay. Um, watch the first episode of Wednesday. Okay. What'd you think? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, 
It's good. I, uh, I haven't watched any more past the two episodes I've seen or three episodes I've correct. seen. I just haven't, but not because I don't want to. I just haven't. Right. Um, we got through one episode and it's good, but um, I agree. There's a lot of people who are having a problem with it online and you might know about this as well. If you look back in the history of the Adams family, what, like when they were first conceived, when they were first created, the Adams family, one of their quirks was the fact that they all loved each other. Like yes. they got along amazingly well and everyone, you know, that was the thing is they're macabre, they're creepy, they're into death and dismemberment and stuff. And yet yeah. they loved each other, not just yes. like Morticia and Gomez who were over the top, but like right. the kids loved each other. Everybody loved each other. Yeah. And over the years, they've started bastardizing that really with Adam's family values when they like convinced the uh, – Joan Cusack, when she kind of like convinced them to send the kids away to summer camp. And even then they were like, Oh, I don't know, but okay. You know, they trusted her over, um, right. The kids. Uh, and I guess I haven't watched it, but I guess the animated one started this trend that we see here where like Wednesday hates Morticia. Yeah. They don't get along. Nope. I don't, um, don't want to be you they don't and get along. Right. Well, she's like, I don't want to be you and I don't want to have your life. And you're trying to make me into a mini version of you. And, um, and also like the, the piranha in the pool was very overt. Like one of the things with the atoms is that they were always like subtle. subtle. Yes. Yeah. Like I could have much more easily seen her going up into the rafters and like dropping one of the light fixtures to electrocute them or something like, yes. Walking in with bags of piranhas and dropping them. That's like way too overt for an atoms, but I digress. Um, no, I agree with you on that. And I can see what, you know, what people are saying on the interweb there about how they were and how they are. Yeah. It's still enjoyable. Uh, I yeah. still like it. I think Jenna Ortega is nailing it. Um, not really buying Catherine Zeta Jones and Louise Guzman as Morticia and Gomez. Like Gomez was sprightly. Gomez was, you know, he bounced yeah. and he could move. Like, think of Raul Julia. Good God. Right. Even Tim Curry, when he was doing it, you know, they yeah. just found energy, moving, you know, fencing, fighting. And, you know, Morticia was always like rail thin and just like, uh, uh, she looked like a candle, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're just, they're not my Gomez and Morticia. Nope. They're not terrible, but they're just not mine. So I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it, though. I finished the uh, Midnight Club. What'd you think? Knowing that it's not coming based. back. Um, you know they they ended it like essentially it was a it was a, a TV show about a bunch of kids living in a hospice who tell each other scary stories at night to help pass the time and and uh, just feel like not feel like they're dying. Mm-hmm. And then there's an understory of a kid that walked out of there years ago who survived and some rituals and blah, 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 blah. And they don't leave it on a cliffhanger. I mean, they ended it on a way where it's like, if we never got any more episodes, it's fine. Yes. There was a little teaser, like, you know, um, there, there was a little teaser of this is where the story could go. But mm, if we don't see okay. that story, who cares? Gotcha. Um, so I was happy with it. I was happy the way it ended, and I'm okay, okay. with it. And you know, it was good. I don't know if I'd ever want to go back and give it a second watch. If I'm being honest, but it was definitely worth the the one time through. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. <coughs> yep. 
Um, I, I finally took your advice and watched Tulsa King. Oh yeah, what'd you think? There were three episodes. Actually, Sunday a fourth episode came out, and I did watch that today. I don't know if we you did watched too. The fourth. We watched okay. it yesterday because it's on like first thing in the morning. Oh okay. I was thinking Sunday that it'd be yeah, like yeah. It didn't know Sunday it doesn't night. come on Sunday night. It's like you know Sunday three a.m. It's available type of thing. Gotcha. So I have mixed thoughts on this. When I first started watching it, I was like, oh, this is giving me a lot of the same vibes of Mel Gibson's Payback. Um, sure. You know, you've got the tough gangster who has been out of it. Like Mel Gibson, they left him for dead. Um, yeah. You know, he did the job and they double crossed him and they left him for dead. And then he comes back and is rebuilding himself. In this case, Sly is 25 years out of prison, which, by the way, if he's 75 in the show. He's 76 he, in real life. And, and he went away for 25 years. So that means he went to prison when he was 50. Yeah. Um. I'm sure there's a whole story there, but uh, so he gets out and they start to have the trappings of the fish out of water thing. Like when he's making comments about phones or cameras. Um, But the more I watched the show, the more I could hear your voice in my head saying, Oh, what a Mary Sue this guy is like. He never loses. He's Parker Lewis. He never yeah. loses. Um, he's he's tough and he he's strong and, and he's fair and he's fair. But everybody that he talks to, he's just like, you're going to do this. Like the fact that his driver's dad came along on this last mission, he's just like, oh, I'm coming along and yeah. grabbed a baseball bat and engaged in beating the shit out of these bikers. Yeah. This is a blue collar straight edge guy who's trying to keep his son out of trouble. And he's like, yeah, I'll help you beat up these bikers. But, but his son also got beat up and he. Yeah. Would you do that? No, no. I worked for the police. Right. Right. Um, you know, and his whole thing was this guy's a criminal. You should not be associating with criminals. Yeah. And he's like, we're going out. And he's like, I'm coming with you. Give me a bat. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Also, he had that whole thing where he he's telling Martin Starr's character. He's like, you know, have you ever read the art of war? And he's like, no. And he's like, the word war is in the title. And he's like, the best battle is no war at all. And, you know, he's basically saying that they're not going to fight. We're not going to fight. We're not going to, there's not going to be a battle. We're not going to fight. He shows up there and he's like, sometimes you got to show them how tough you are and grabs a baseball bat, says everybody mount up. And, they have that long drawn out scene where they walk across the parking lot, twirling the bats over and over again, and then just beat the shit out of these guys. So where's the disconnect there? Like he said, we're not going to fight. We're not going to do this. And then, well, here's what I think it is. What I think it is, is this, Hey, instead of worrying about getting hurt the whole time we're going there, we're going to, well, let's go there with everybody thinking that this is not going to be violent. We're going to talk it out. And then all of a sudden you're thrust into violence and you don't have a choice, but to defend yourself. So you didn't have time to overthink it and psych yourself up. I, I would consider that a dick move. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, you motherfucker. Like, like you dragged me into a fight. Like Martin Starr's character didn't want to fight. He eventually no. had to because he was getting the shit kicked out of him and he had to pick up a bat and fight back. But yeah, I was like, that's a dick move. Like, I think my, you brought us all here under the premise that we were going to talk or do something. And then you're like, no, it's violence. Like my, my favorite part of the entire episode of that fourth episode was the a bad face. In the face. 
no. mm, was was bad face going, hey, Mr. D, I don't have a lot of friends, so I really appreciate you. Let me take part in this beatdown. Yeah, yeah. Like he was looking at this as a social gathering. <laughs> yes, um, I just I love. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I don't have many friends, so I really appreciate. Let me take part in this beatdown. I, uh, I I took a little offense. I, I was a little bothered by Andrea Savage's portrayal in like I think it was the first episode when she's part of the drunk party and she goes back and and yeah. has the sex with him and you assume yeah. it's really good because she seems to be like sprightly afterwards like yeah oh this is great oh wow and then he tells her that he's 75 and she's like i gotta get out of here that's that, like pretty much says that's disgusting i need to leave yeah right and uh and then of course we get the twist that oh she's a dea agent and he's a criminal yeah. and everyone's and like oh to- then they have the sex again in another episode and she's like we yeah. can't make this a habit and he's like okay we and then they had an interesting i can't even remember the name of the song i wish i wrote it down um but in this last episode they played that song and they intercut like scenes of these guys beating the shit out of the bikers with baseball bats with her having her little one night stand from the guy at the bar that was a yeah, quick pump and dump and the song didn't fit the scene it didn't fit either one of the scenes yeah like like when that mumford and song song they sung Mumford and Sons song they played on Hell on Wheels when they massacred the the Indians. I'll take your word for it. I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 just massacred the Indians while playing like a Mumford and Sons like uh, uh, folk song. It did not fit, but it worked somehow. <laughs> I gotta look it up now because I remember what was the song. It really didn't work. No, no. Season one, episode four. It wasn't Fly Me to the Moon. No. No. Fly Me to the Moon. Beyond the Sea. <coughs> yes, Beyond the Sea. Yes, yep. Somewhere waiting. And it didn't go with either one of them. It didn't go with her getting the, the quick one night pump and dump. And it didn't go with these guys beating the shit out of the. And also, what is the expectation here? So the bikers came and beat up his guys and took the nitrous tanks. Yeah. So now they've gone and beat up the bikers and took back the nitrous tanks. So what's the expectation that the bikers are going to be like, well, we're done. Um, well, you I know assume that the bikers back. are going to like try to kill them all. Probably. So yeah, it's it's enjoyable for what it is, but also he's just he's too good. Like he he's winning too much. He's too um, on top of everything. He knows exactly what everyone's going to do, how they're going to do it. For somebody who spent 25 years in prison and has been out of the game this long, to just walk into town and be like, I'm taking over this business. And the the interactions there were great too. He's like, this is the weed shop. The government could come in and take your money. They're like, no, they can't. It's legal. He's like, you shouldn't have your money. So it was it was unbelievable. Actually, he's he's right. Federal agents can come in and take the money because even though it's legal on the state level, federally state it's level, illegal. For now. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I don't know. He's just – he's already running this town by himself, a one-man army essentially. And 
eh, I mean, it's Tulsa, Oklahoma, so I got to cut some slack there. It's not like it's yeah. New York City, but yeah, it's a little a stretch for me, but I'm still enjoying it for what it is. I assume you guys are still enjoying it. Yes, we are. We look forward to it. Um, nice. We've enjoyed each episode. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's there's no perfect TV out there, so I'll just take it for what it is. Popcorn. It's a popcorn show. Yeah. Let's see here. I did not watch any of Dangerous Breed, but it is on my list. All right. We finished. Did you watch any of the English? Nope. We finished Pepsi. Where's my jet? Did it have a satisfying ending? Did he get his jet? Um, do you really want to know? I do. Yeah, no, he didn't. Oh, but it was still good. Like it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was worth my. It was worth our time. Nice. It was interesting. It was kind of neat. And how many episodes was it? Three. Yeah, it's not very long. Nope. Um, I, I only have one of the show that I watched this week, so go right ahead. Um, Willow. Yep. So, just to talk. So I watched the movie Willow first. Yes. And much like you, I don't remember like it being so much death. Mm. And, and and like maybe not blood's not splattering everywhere, but arrows in people, people getting sliced and diced yeah. and throat slit and the the dogs in the beginning that run down the nursemaid like mm. and rip her apart. Yeah, the dogs rip a couple of people down apart. The river. <laughs> um, I'm like, holy shit, this was dark. Yeah, it was. So I watched the movie. And then I did watch the first two episodes because that's what was available to me to watch. That's what I did as well. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. I was blown away. Yeah. By how much I love this. Yeah. Same here. Zero expectations for a show, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yep. But I absolutely loved it. And in fact, in like the first 10 minutes, I was immediately turned off because I thought it was going to be all teen angst CWBS. You know, we're immediately introduced to the prince and princess that are twins, um, the young guard girl, the redhead with the freckles. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be one of those like, yeah. no, uh, every character in here is pristine. I love the interactions. Even there yeah. are some things that are annoying, but um, the the banter is great. The fantasy world is amazing, dude. The fight with the um, what were they called? The four horsemen there. Yeah. Um, the Gales. I, I the Gales. Gales yeah. Because that was the name of the first episode. Um, that was amazing. Yep. I love that um, the squire there. I can't think of his name. He was imprisoned, and then when oh, the yeah. Gales came, she went and said, hey, we got to, you know, like, the Gales are here, we got to go. And he's like, oh, okay. Yep. I'm like, we don't know how long he was imprisoned. We don't say that. He looks in decent shape. They gave him a giant friggin' sword. Yeah. I love his humor. Yes. He cuts the guy's arm, the Gales arm off, and he's like, hey, I really thought you were going to let her down. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we're getting little bits of his story, too. Like, when we first meet him, she just yeah. basically goes into the prison cell and starts talking. And when you see the dark hair, you're like, oh, it's Mad Mardigan. Why'd they lock him up? And nope. Yeah. Nope. This is um, somebody else. But yeah, she's just yeah. talking to him like he's an old friend. And she says old friend at one point. Yeah. And it's not until the second episode that we discover that he was Mad Mardigan Squire. And yep. went out with him, found the uh, Curious. And um, 
and what was it the curious of tears lane or something something like that yeah and uh that somehow they Borman. are no longer together yes um when we're introduced to the prince the one that kid is supposed to marry mm-hmm. you you think prince Graydon, you think oh well he's uh He's he's gonna be like a loser or you know, like annoying or whatever, and he's not. Yeah. Nope. I love how he's like, "Hey, I didn't want to get married either. I think you should get married for love. I don't have yeah. a choice. You don't have a choice. But guess what? We're gonna be, we're gonna we're gonna be in charge someday, and we don't have to do what our parents did." Exactly. He had just kind of resigned himself to, "Yep, this is what it is." Yeah. Even when because, he makes a comment about not wanting to die. Mm-hmm. It's more matter of fact than it is like, ah, I don't want to die. He's just like, yeah, I, I don't want to die today. Thanks. I like uh, when the princess is going to go off and, and the prince's dad is like, well, you're going too. And he's like, well, I don't want to go. Yeah. He's like, you mean you can just stand there and let your, you know, your betrothed go off on this adventure. I'm not going to be happy about it, but I'd be okay with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Yep. He, um, it's interesting. I picked it right out. He was Flash Thompson in the had, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I had to look him up because I couldn't figure out who he was. I knew, but I knew I knew him. So he played a very self-serving diva yeah. as Flash Thompson. So I was like, oh, are they doing that again? But no, like he sits back and he listens and he writes stuff in his journal and he can translate. Like yeah. he's more of a tactician than anything. Yes. And he's, he's going to be a diplomat on this yeah. trip, I think. Yeah, so I've, I've really enjoyed the cast of characters they've put together, their mm-hmm. personalities. The only person that I kind of can't stand right now is Princess Kit because she's so just self-absorbed. I know everything. I know what the best thing is to do. Blah, blah, Who does blah, that blah, remind blah. you of? <laughs> Too many people. Her mom and dad? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I was very happy that the prince got kidnapped because he was the weakest character for me. Yeah. Like he has no real skill. He's a schmoozer. He's a slime ball. And then I'm like, well, oh, good. He'll be off screen for a while. Evidently he's a good swordsman. Oh. We got to see him display some of those skills. And if I hadn't just watched Willow, I wouldn't have recognized that he held a sword <laughs> and worked the sword the same way his dad did. Same way as, as Matt Morgan did. Yep. did. So that was kind of cool, like that they, yep. that they had that in there. Did you? Okay, so remember we talked about it because I had watched the movie the week before, and I said, yeah. you know, you notice at the end. Did you pick up on it this time that like Bav Morda gets electrocuted, but the red goes up into the sky, so she's not dead. She's coming back. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I think that's what the Croninger people are working on right now. Okay. Um, I, I love the uh, the internal agent or the you know the double agent that they've got going on from the uh, yes one of the Gales. Yeah, it's like the Knights Guard or whatever leader of the Knights Guard or something yep. of that nature. Yeah. Yep. Um, they uh, yeah. I I was getting annoyed with Kit and. Um, I don't know her name, but the uh, the knight that was with her, the girl that she's in love with, basically. Um, oh, okay. Like in the first two uh, episodes. Uh, no, um, Jade. Jade. Yeah. So in the first two episodes, we've had three different interactions of one of them looking at the other one and saying something along the lines of, well, just go do that. It's what you do. We'll just go yeah. ahead and leave. We'll just go ahead and be off on your own. It's what you do. Like, yeah. Just, juvenile childish we don't need that the other one is um uh elora 
Okay. Yeah. When she's like, when Willow says, you will listen to me. And she's like, yes. And he's like, you'll do whatever I say. Yes, yes, yes. No matter what, you're going to listen to me. And she's like, yes, absolutely. And he's like, okay. First thing she does, I don't want to do this. I'm going to storm off. I'm like, dude, fuck off. Um, I'm really enjoying the show. I like some so of the much. modern twist on the dialogue as far as like, um, sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you good at? I'm a phenomenal cook. You know what I mean? And so she makes them, here, have some possum stew. And Borman's like, oh, it's really good. And she goes, she just kind of like whispers, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like that's a more Love modern. That. Yes. So I like that we kind of have that dialogue. Again, Borman's dialogue of everything he says. Yep. Where he's just like, I just want you to know that I'm really on your side. I'm not on their side. I just let them think they're on, they're on my, that I'm on their side. We have to be traveling the same direction, and we have yeah. to meet up with you, but I'm actually <laughs> on your side. You know, like – Yep. Um, one thing that yeah. I commented on to Julia, one thing that I love, and you don't see it very much, is Jade there literally just wants to be a knight and defend the realm. Yes. This is not something where she's like, I'm only going here to stay by your side. Like she actually walks off at yeah. one point. She's like, no, I serve the queen and I serve the kingdom. That, she, that's what she but, said. Yeah. The queen has given me a direct order. That is what I'm going to follow. And not to say that I applaud her militaristic sense. I applaud the oath. You know, they said a knight is only as strong as the oath they take. Oh, yep. You don't see that shit these days. I love nope. that. She legit wants to be a knight. She wants to make them proud. She wants to serve her country. Awesome. I love that. That's a good character arc right there. Maybe down the road she gets disillusioned with it. That's fine. But, but the fact she's that she's in love not with letting... Kit, yep. but she can't do anything about it. Uh-huh. She knows she can't, especially back mm-hmm. then. She's mm-hmm. not going to be with Kit. So rather than waste her life, you know, on the on the you know being held on the maybe, she's mm-hmm. gonna, like you said, she's committed herself to wanting to be a knight and be the best night she can so yeah no i enjoyed the hell out of it so much so much so so much like we got to the end of the first episode and we're like okay a that is way better than we expected and b i'm so glad that we watched the movie right beforehand like yeah that really made a huge difference um i was sad that and again they're letting us learn things through passive dialogue or through like slow drips like we said you know bormer's background we're getting that through slow drips um a passing comment from sorsha talks about how they decided that the best solution was to outlaw magic across the land um yeah so that and that wasn't exposition that wasn't like a narrator telling you it was just like her talking and she's like what we did was we decided to outlaw magic you know we figured it was the best thing Great. Yep. That's great exposition, but handled in a, in a regular way, like a normal conversation. Yep. I love the dialogue. I love the way that they're drip feeding oh. us the flashbacks with Willow when he was yep. younger and he wanted to bring a Laura Dannon and have her train. Although I have to say that as he was talking about that and saying she's too old, it might be out of her system. I was getting some real Star Wars vibes from that. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I like the. uh when Kit's like, I'm going to go rescue my brother. I'm going to go on this expedition to rescue my brother. And the queen's like, yep, yes. No, mom, you yeah. don't understand. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I don't Whoops. know how to handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm happy and sad they're dropping one episode a week because if they didn't, I probably would have burned through it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 we had to we had to hold ourselves back from watching the second one right off. Dude, I haven't seen Willow since I probably I when it came out in home video the first time I, I rented it. So probably 1989. So you know, 33 years. I haven't seen that movie probably because mm-hmm. it didn't blow me away then. It didn't leave a lasting impression that maybe we want to watch it over and over and over again. Um, but and I really honestly wasn't all that pumped for the series. Um, I just thought, what the heck, I'll watch this. But I'll watch the movie first. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. and mm-hmm. You know, the movie was what it is what it is. Uh, yeah. And then I watched the first episode of the series, and I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they put the first two episodes up. Yay. You know. <laughs> um, see, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Like, I was a big high fantasy kid. You know, kindergarten, I was playing d and I loved that kind of stuff. So that movie coming out was like everything to me. And I must have watched it a thousand times because back then my dad would, you know, copy the VHS tape. So he'd rent one, put it in the VC. You know, put a blank tape yeah. in the VCR, put the camcorder up, play the tape, and we'd record it. So I must have watched Willow a thousand times, loved everything about it, played the video game. The NES game was brilliant. It was actually really well done, followed along with the movie. Great stuff. Um, well, I so- fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to word it, mm-hmm. um, when that movie came out and I was 10 years old, uh, I was already watching like Predator and Alien. Mm-hmm. And things Same. like that. Okay. And Same so I man. really I really wasn't watching, you know, those um, those movies anymore, I guess. Childish you know I mean? movies? No, but like, I don't know. I just wasn't – I was watching older movies, I guess. So I wasn't – it wasn't on my radar, sadly hmm. enough. So gotcha. I've watched that. Like, I've, I probably saw Robocop 100,000 times in Predator. Same. Yep. And – but even Kindergarten Cop, for that matter, because that movie was just good. We watched a lot of movies in my household. But, yeah, it was yeah. all that kind of stuff. Willow always had a special place for me, though, just because it was like Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. You know, yeah. it was the closest I could get to a and d movie. I was about to say, back then, that was the closest thing we could get, other than the cartoon. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's funny. I was watching uh, – I wasn't really watching at work today. I had, the TV was on, and uh, they had a Roseanne marathon on. And there was the episode where DJ meets the – Heather Mazzarazzo or whatever her last name is. Um, that's the actress's name. Uh, and they're at the video store looking at movies and talking about how great these movies are. And have you seen this movie? And uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I'm just sitting there watching going, man, I miss the video store. <laughs> really do miss like going in, seeing the new release wall, knowing when the new movies are out of home video. Like, cause now like we watch trailers and then I forget about them. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to the theater and then because we don't really have home video per se, it might end up on streaming, but you don't have that streaming service. And then again, you forget. One of the only really enjoyable parts of working at the video store for me, aside from being able to work with you and uh, Petrie was when I could get the people in there that I knew and that I liked and who were like, Hey, I want you to give me a recommendation. You pick something out. I will watch it. And having fun with stuff like that, like getting yes. somebody to watch Suicide Kings for the first time or yep. getting somebody to watch The Frighteners before I even knew who Peter Jackson was, you know, fun stuff yep. like that where it's like, hey, yep. you want something that's cool. Come over here. Let me show you, you know, forget Titanic, forget all the stuff yep. on the wall. I'm going to show you something over in this section that you're going to love. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of what was happening on the show today. Like I remember like uh, Matt Keen there. 
when I was working with him one night on Bangor Street, and uh, this woman came in, her daughter, and they're like, oh, I want to watch something kind of funny but different and blah, 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 blah. Like, Have you seen Dogma yet? And, like, <laughs> and there she was like, oh, no, what's it about? And I'm like, eh, you know, it's about, uh, well, it's a good movie. You should check it out. I'm like, oh, okay. So they rented it, and Matt's like, oh, bye, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, um, did you? Did you just recommend those them to watch Dogma? And I go, yeah. <laughs> He's like, they go to my church. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I went, oh, well, well, maybe I messed up. I guess we'll find out. So a couple of days later, they come back in whatever, and she walks in, and she's holding the movie up, and she's looking at me, and she's giving me this look like, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get it now. And she goes, you know how many times they say fuck in this movie? <laughs> and I go, um, no. She goes, 96. I know. We counted the second time we watched it. What else is this? She goes, what else has this person done? And she slid it in the return box. I'm like, oh, well, you need to check out Clerks and Chasing Amy and Mallrats. And I remember uh, getting in an argument with a woman because when American Beauty came out, I loved it. I see, I saw it in the theater like three or four times. Thought it was amazing. Um, when it came out on video, I was recommending it to people because it was just, it was really well done. It was beautiful at the time. And, you know, it just, it deconstructed the suburban white picket fence, classic life in so many different ways. And I remember this woman came in and I didn't like her daughter. Like her daughter yeah. had was a year behind me in school and we'd both be in school plays. And her daughter was a pretentious jerk. We'll just say that. And uh, her mom turns out was the same way. She was like, that is not a good movie. And I'm like, how so friend, tell me how this is not a good movie. And she had the audacity to say that the line at the very end, when he says, well, you don't understand this yet, but you will someday. She's like, Oh, that was basically telling the audience that we're all idiots. I'm like, no, it was telling the audience that you didn't understand this because he didn't understand it until he was basically staring down the barrel of a gun and dying. Like he, he was talking about deathbed stuff, the things that you don't understand until you're basically done with life yeah. and you're reflecting back on it in that brief second. She's like, no, they were basically telling us that we're all idiots and no, I don't accept that. I'm like, good for you. Bye. Yeah. No, <sighs> people do suck no matter what, but yeah, I just, I do miss that and that. It's not the same going and staring at the red box screen or rolling through Netflix or whatever. Well, especially because then somebody's standing right over your shoulder and they're like, yeah, come on, hurry it up. I mean, if you don't know what you're going to get, I know what I'm getting. Yeah. Apparently Transformers did a team up with Tonka. Um, and, and it's a, uh, a mashup of a mega dozer, power digger, motor load, sky hook, mega hauler and motor mix. That combined to form the mighty Tonkinator. So basically, it's Devastator, but it's Tonka trucks. Oh, oh, it's and, only uh, But but Target has it exclusively on sale right now for forty two fifty. No shit. The six pack of all of them. Well, it says you must click the save offer on Target Circle ten dollars off fifty dollar toy purchase. But still, that. Like it's normally fifty two. Well, it's on sale right now for fifty two, and then you can get ten dollars off your Target Circle member, which is free. It's just like putting in your phone number. Forty two bucks isn't bad for six Transformers that all turn into Devastator. I mean, Tonkinator. That's pretty cool. I can't justify it, but you know, for somebody who has kids, that might be a good thing. Um, they 
has the Autobots logo on it. Really? Yeah, it does. Look at that. Maybe that's their answer to Devastator. Yeah, it's got the Autobots logo on it. Well, well, probably because Tonka would never be the bad guys. I don't know. It's still pretty damn cool, though. It is. Because those are the exact same ones, just they're not green, they're yellow. Exactly, yeah. Transform and form Devastator. (laughs) Transform and form Tonkinator. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. Even the back go with the fro with the front. Mm-hmm. Yep. Transformers. Speaking, I, I wasn't a big. I I know we'll get to it in trailers later on, but I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the new Transformers movie trailer that you shared, the Beast Wars one. Nope. You know, we got Peter calling his Optimus Prime again. Yay, that's great. Rude loved it. He thought Optimus Primal looked so great. I wasn't a Beast Wars fan back in the day. I was day. not a Beast Wars fan either. That's not what I grew up on. I didn't even know they were making uh, this movie. Like, it snuck up on me. And um, they're trying to determine if it's a reboot or supposed to take place in Michael Bay's universe, but it is not the same, I guess. It, yeah. It's not like the next movie in his series, from what I understand. Well... Either way, it didn't really excite me. Nope. Me I guess that's I guess that's it for TV shows. Yeah, I I didn't watch a lot of TV. I mean, I did. If you consider like four episodes of Tulsa King, three episodes of Doctor Who, like I right. two episodes of Willow, like I watched a lot Just of TV of shows. But yeah, yeah, and a lot of them like Tulsa King is what it is. Yeah. Willow, yeah. you know, we could talk about it, but we're not going to sit there and break down every scene because no. it's still new. Did you watch the um? Yeah, exactly. No, we're not going to break it down that deep. Did you watch the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special yet? Oh, yes. I, I marked that under movies. So even Me though too. It was I, did, like I did too. Yeah. So uh, my first thing, the GoBots are in the MCU. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and not just like that you saw the guy in Hollywood, but she said a GoBot killed his cousin or something. Yeah, exactly. How is that a thing? Like the GoBots? It's James Gunn because he's James yeah. Gunn, but the GoBots are in the MCU. Yeah, that's pretty wow. awesome. And apparently Batman is too because they mentioned Batman. Well, but we didn't. But well, I don't know. They mentioned him as a comic book, but you know, it's uh, a comic book that exists in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Batman comic book exists in the MCU. Yes. Yeah. They didn't say that they're fighting alongside it, but they were talking about Batman as a comic book. Um. I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the music. Yeah. Every um, one of them was some weird. Uh, the only one that I recognized as an artist right off was Smashing Pumpkins because they just have that sound yeah. that, you yeah. know, there's certain bands that just you hear them start singing. And you're like, oh, that's Smashing Pumpkins. I um, like the old 78 song they sang at the beginning where yeah. Star-Lord's like, that's not accurate. <laughs> yes. You guys just got these instruments? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Groot had an I, interesting look. He looked like Groot? a football player. Yeah, that looked like a person in a costume, not CGI. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I liked it. I think Groot, as being a person in a costume, was done on purpose to make it like the you know the the Star Wars holiday special where it was had the cheesy costumes and everything. Mm, yeah. So maybe it's a nod to that because I mean they obviously still had good CGI with Rabbit now with um not Rabbit. Rocket. Yeah, Rocket and everything. Yep. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. I know a couple of people that didn't really care for it. 
I, I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was done well. I thought it was funny as hell. Um, trying to find who shared. I think someone shared a, a tweet with me. Just trying to remember who did. Was it Kanan, actually? Did Kanan share that with me? Oh, uh, it was a tweet that someone had tweeted about, and they were losing their mind about, um, not Gamora, her sister. Nebula. Nebula getting Bucky's arm. Where basically she... James Gunn said that he just, she went down there and tore through him like tissue paper. Yeah, and now it's canon. You're welcome. Yeah. Was that, you didn't share that with me. No, but I, maybe I did. Oh, maybe. It might have yeah. been, been an article from uh, comicbook.com saying that fans are losing their mind over. Yeah, I think I did right after I watched it. Oh, okay. Well, no, it was a, uh, it was like a, a copy of a tweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then he said something about like, they didn't force me to put. Oh this yeah. In. You did share it with me. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky defeats, uh, Bucky defeats Nebula. There's no way she stole his arm. Has no sense. Like the whole face for a pure force inclusion of shit. I'm not sure how a cyborg with advanced alien technology tearing off a human's arm because of an overabundance of Christmas spirit is forced inclusion, but it's canon. Sorry. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> That's one thing. James Gunn doesn't back down with stuff like that. He's not a dick. He's not like, go fuck yourself. But he's like, yeah. mm, you know what? It's canon. So it's like the goats that he added to, um, or that Taika added to, uh, uh Four. yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, they're canon. He's going to yeah. have to figure out what to do with them now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I, I really, I liked it a lot. I thought that it gave, um, it gave more chance for Mantis to show off, spread her wings. Yes. Julia looked at me at one point and she's like, did, did I forget about that? When did they say that that's Peter's sister? And I'm like, they didn't. Nope. They I was didn't. like, we're just learning that right now. She's like, okay. I was making sure that it wasn't just me. I'm like, yeah. yep. No, we're just learning about it. Makes sense, though. I think it's um, funny how she was afraid to tell him that they were brother and sister because, you know, she was going to hate him because of who their dad was. And instead, he's just like hugs her. And this is the best Christmas present ever. And yeah, she was worried that, like, every time he looked at her, he was going to get reminded of his dad, who's a piece of shit. And instead, he's like, no, this is the best. So I like still how he's like the dad of the group. Like, guys, you can't kidnap Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> When the box starts like shaking, oh, when, when Groot's like, I am Groot, and he's like, Oh, you're gonna say that all along you thought it was a bad thing. I just literally watched you wheel him out here, and he's like, Oops. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I already told you one of the other movies I watched, which was Willow. Yep, yep. I watched three other films. Did you watch any movies? None other than Guardians. So, uh, I went and saw. I went to the theater and I saw Violent Night. How was that? Loved it. I thought you weren't going till the seventh. No, went last for last Friday at seven o'clock. Oh, okay. I thought when you you sent me that message for some reason, I thought you said you were going on the seventh, which is a Wednesday. Going on Friday at seven o'clock. Okay. Did you buy tickets? No. Okay. No, I was going to check in with you tonight on it, so I'm glad. Yeah, no, I went last, we went last Friday. Um, I loved it. David Harbour's great. He plays Santa Claus. I'm not going to get into it because it just came out, so I don't want to spoil it. But I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
uh, I will be purchasing it and I will be watching it annually. It looked great. Um, I've been seeing a lot of positive feedback on it. Yeah. Uh, it did not beat Wakanda forever this weekend, unfortunately, but it did do well. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's definitely left open to have more movies, either like a prequel that tells us how he became Santa Claus or just a sequel where he just saves someone else's Christmas from going to shit. I don't know, but, um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and the other two movies I watched were Final Destinations Part 3 and 4. With Addison, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah, we watched Part 3 Thursday, Part 4 on... Part 4 on... Um, oh, just last night, Sunday night. So, just got to watch Part 5. It's funny because, like, I remember the, the giant, you know, the catalyst of events. Like, Part 1's the plane crash. Uh, part 2 is the vehicle accident on the interstate, turnpike, whatever. Uh, part three is the roller coaster, and part four was the racetrack. I cannot remember part five. I can't remember who's in it. Don't tell me. I want it to be a surprise. No, I, I think remember. I stopped watching after three. So yeah, I can't remember who's in it. I can't remember the big catalyst. I can't remember like like as I was watching part four, like I was like, oh, okay, I remember how this person dies or whatever. But part four is really short, like eighty yeah? minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 80 minutes. And and it broke all the rules of the first three because the first three, you had the one premonition and then the movie played out. But this one, there's two premonitions, which is kind of dumb. Hmm. And I I can for the life of me. And I know I saw this last one in theaters even cannot remember the cat. Like I'm wondering when I as I turn it on, if it's going to come back to me or whatever. I'll be interested to hear. Huh? I'll be interested to hear if it comes back to you or like, like I said, I think I stopped watching after the third one. Um, the first one was cool for what it was. The second one, I was like, eh, okay. The third one, I think that's the point where I was like, no, this is, this is just cash in now. Yeah. We'll find out next, well, next time, two weeks. So trailers and news, not a lot. No, but more than last week, I think. Yeah, because last week there were like two things. Um, actually, there's uh, quite a bit. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit. Um, so we got that 90s show. Actually, no, I'm sorry. We got first thing that we got was um, they wrapped filming on the Ted TV series. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Um, but apparently they've wrapped filming, so we'll probably get a trailer for that soon. And um, yeah go from there i i it's gonna be on peacock i don't know like one of the things with that kind of like with chucky you need the violence and the f-bombs and stuff south park's the same way like you need to have that edge ted isn't yeah. gonna work if it's going to be pg like that's just its yeah. whole thing it, it needs to be r-rated so i guess we'll see what happens there i said your trailer for that 90s show yep you did what would you think of that? I'm going to watch it. It doesn't blow me away. Um, Red and Kitty, uh, I granted they're 20 years older. They don't look that much older. You nope. know what I mean? Nope, they don't. They still look and sound the same, like very believable. I'll check it out, but I don't have high hopes for it. I don't know if I'm even going to check it out. Like I was originally interested until I saw that trailer and that trailer actually made me want to see it less. 
I, I felt like it was really a cash in like nothing more. I'm assuming that all those kids there are supposed to be the children of, you know, like Eric and Donna and Hyde and whoever. Well, let's see here. Um, we got Leah Foreman, who is Eric's daughter, but they don't say if it's with Donna or not. Okay. And then it's just, we don't have, we don't know who the other people are. Like they don't say if they're the, the daughter or children of anyone from the show or not. Okay. It just shows like Ashley as Gwen, a rebellious riot girl with a loyal heart. Mm. Mace Corell as Jay, a charming and flirty aspiring videographer. Gwen's easygoing, fun-loving brother. Uh, Ozzy, an insightful and perceptive teen who is openly gay. Nikki, Nate's ambitious and intelligent girlfriend. Yeah. So it, doesn't, doesn't it, really just, tell us anything. it really it didn't do anything. In fact, like I said, it actually took away some of my desire to watch it. So I don't yeah. know if I'll be checking it out. I might wait for you to let me know, but sure. yeah. Um, you got a trailer for the mean one, which is like a Grinch horror <laughs> parody. Yep. They, sure. Those seem to be coming out a lot lately. You know, we got the news about the Bambi one. We got Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Now we got the Grinch as a horror. Looks cheesy as fuck. Well, don't forget the banana Rama gang and their Oh yeah. 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 The, uh, the banana splits. Yeah, that's what kind of started it off. Mm-hmm. You shared a trail of when you uh, when you finished saving the world. I don't know. Did, I can't did you, tell. Did you get through the whole trailer? Because I only got like halfway through and I'm like, I need to stop watching this. I did watch the whole thing because I kept waiting to try to figure out what it was about. Other than Finn Wolfhard being a teenage dick. I don't know. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting a red light up on my door so that people will know what I'm recording. You mean me? Yeah, you. And it's that giant red light like you'd see on old school uh, fire trucks. Yeah. Uh, The Rig, Prime Video, good looking disaster flick. Mm. I got um, Supernatural vibes. Like they, one of those, they drilled so far down that something is coming after them. Yeah, sure. That yeah, same thing. Some uh, combination. Uh, I'll yeah. watch it. Yep. Super Mario Brothers trailer. Did they change his voice? No. But they gave us more of the other people's voices. So I'm I'm in now. I still don't like Chris Pratt. I don't yeah. like Chris Pratt as Mario, but the rest of it looks stellar. Like I'm looking at this like what um, Sonic was, and I'm in. So it looks good. I'm going to take Wesley to the theaters and see this probably. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he'll get a kick out of it. Yep. Uh, I'm in. That's all I can say. You know, I'm not going to be like, Oh, this is going to be Oscar worthy. I'll definitely check it out. Don't know if it'll be in theaters or when it comes out video, but. So this next trailer you shared, I actually saw it on the big screen too. Uh, a red band trailer. <laughs> For, Cocaine uh, bear. Cocaine bear, yeah. A bear that eats a pound of coke and gets high and goes on a rampage. Yeah. Um, Inspired by true events. I feel like there was some some liberties with the story taken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I imagine that there was like something where a bear did get into a package of drugs and maybe went crazy for like five seconds before his heart exploded. Because that's literally what would happen. 
but this trailer generated a very large reaction from the theater goers. It generated like, a large reaction online as well. Of like, holy cow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And Regal even has a poster in the coming soon section of this for this. I know something is going on with this where it came out of nowhere and now everybody's talking about it. Um, Cause it's called cocaine bear about a bear that gets high on cocaine. And then murderizes people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who re- Elizabeth Banks is the director. She's bound to, I don't know. Get ugly Wait a minute. Movie. I'm sorry. Did you say Elizabeth Banks is the director? Yes. Like Miri from Zach and Miri? Yes. The one who did the Pitch Perfect movies? Yeah. And Charlie's Angels reboot? Yeah. And I mean the new reboot with Kristen Stewart in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I didn't realize mean. that. Elizabeth, wow. Okay. Now this has a whole new twist to it. Yeah. Carrie Russell's oh. in it, Ray Liotta. Um. <laughs> Carrie Russell and Ray Liotta. When was the last time you heard their names in a starring role for a movie? Yeah, but somehow this movie's gotten a lot of groundswell based on the trailer alone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it'll be a um, I don't know if it'll be a theater watch for me, but I'll have to check it out when it comes out somewhere. Jason David Frank killed himself. That's too bad. And in a really bad way. Did you read the whole thing? No. How did he kill himself? Like, basically, his wife wanted to set the record straight. She said that they had been having some problems. And they uh, they were kind of, like, reconciling. And they went and they had a nice weekend together. And it was a very loving thing. And she stepped out of the hotel room for 10 minutes to go get, like, some ice and came back. And he was dead. So, to me, that says planned. That says... You know, I'm going to do this to punish you. Um, I don't know. It just, that's very tragic. Yeah. I know the week before they had been like, oh, he's died. He's passed away. And then, yeah. yeah. What's tragic for me is all the positive messages he was putting out there about whatever he was putting out there, taking care of yourself and blah, 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 blah. And then he kills himself, which basically nullifies every message he put out there. Not only kills himself, but like I said, you know, this was a premeditated, I'm going to do this while we're together. As soon as she steps out of the room, I've got the means and, you know, yeah, that's, that's very tragic. Um, Speaking of tragic, like, but not to the same degree, um, you had mentioned we had the rise of the beasts. Oh, no. Sorry, Barry Windham's in the hospital. He had a massive heart attack on Friday, apparently. Who's he? Uh, professional wrestler. Probably one of the one of the best there ever was. Um, that didn't get all the credit he deserves, but he was just so damn good in the ring. He's one of my he's on my list of one of my favorites. Not all not like he's in my top twenty. Top Okay. Top ten. Hmm. Okay. Uh it's terrible. Do, do you need a minute? I'll be okay. Mike Rotunda started a GoFundMe 11 hours ago. Mike Rotunda's his brother-in-law and former tag ah. team partner. Ah, okay. So I like to uh, look at these to see who gave money to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at it, a lot of times there's a lot of rustlers that do. 
Mm-hmm. I always think that's kind of cool. Chris Jericho always donates to these things under his real name, Chris Irvine. It's like him and his wife's name. But like a couple of indie wrestlers died and they had to go fund me for funerals. And it's like you can tell us people he's probably never met before. Mm-hmm. And he like donated enough to pay for the whole funeral. Thanks. Yeah. Iron Sheik, bear with him, the toughest man in the sport. I love him, brother. I love him. He's forever my brother. That's too bad. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Just Someone just texted me that real quick, and I happened to see it on the, the ticker there, you know? It's all good, man. It's it's entertainment news. Well, honestly, like, when wrestlers die, I'm like, ah, oh, that's too bad. But he's one of the ones that I'd be like, fuck, really? Because hmm. he's only, like, 60. He's not old. I mean, age is definitely, uh, as you get older, <laughs> things don't seem as old as they did when you were younger. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Anyhow. Tulsa King's I, getting a second season already. Which, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me. Quite frankly. Nope. It's a, me either. You know, it's. There's a lot. It has a lot of a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it that you know. Um, it's Paramount original, so once again, they probably filmed season one and two together or close to each other. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah, most likely. Um, and then there was a Brazilian Comic Con this week, and so we ended up getting some um, Disney oh, no, you- stuff. You skipped over Mandalorian season three premiere dates, March 1st. Oh, yeah. That was part of the Brazilian Comic-Con thing. Like, they oh, were okay. announcing a bunch of different stuff. So. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to the trailers. My apologies. Nope. So, Mandalorian, like you said, season three, it's going to be March 1st. They're already teasing more stars, more excitement, uh, twists and turns. Uh, I'm there. Whatever, anyway. I'll watch it. Yep. Um, but we got an official trailer for guardians of the galaxy volume three looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. Music is spot on. Once again, uh, that song it's tragic. Like James Gunn has already said, this is the last guardians, or at least this is the last time we will see this group of guardians. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of heartfelt moments. We've got a lot of people looking to say goodbye. Um, also this is, we didn't know this when this was filmed, but James Gunn is now officially taking over DC properties. So, mm-hmm. um, we probably won't see him much in the MCU after this. I would assume no, uh, which is tragic as well, but yeah, yep. the trailer looks phenomenal. Can't wait. Apparently this is very different footage than what they did at comic-con this year. Um, okay. and Julia brought a, good point up she's like so if they've got this trailer and they've got enough of it that we could see this trailer and all this footage and everything looks good why is it like may of next year before this comes out why can't we have it now i was like it's a valid point well you they know? gotta stagger release dates on things and get that big budget summer movie season and they do i don't know that's probably what it is. They're probably doing it in a certain season so they can get the most seats in the box office. And um, yeah, jerks. Hall- horror movies always do better in, in the fall. Mm. Yeah, like Halloween, Halloween time, the spooky season. Yeah. Yep. Friday um, the Thirteenth always does better when it comes out on Friday the Thirteenth because everyone likes the <laughs> niche of going to see Friday the Thirteenth on Friday the Thirteenth. Yep. Doesn't happen yep. very often, but nope. 
Um, we got a trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. This looks green screen galore, and I'll watch the hell out of it. Don't even care. Yeah. Yep. It, it definitely looks. Yeah. It's got to be better than Crystal Skull. You would think. Um, it's got Phoebe Waller-Bridge, which I yeah. like her a lot. But, yeah, it definitely looks fake. You know, green screen is a nice way to put it. Fake. Um Yep. You know, I understand Harrison Ford is not going to be jumping around and doing all of his own stunts. That's fine. Um, I love him talking to his buddy whose name I'm blanking on right now, yep. um, that he's still around. Fez. Uh, yep. <laughs> Fez is a cool. Yeah. John something. Uh, and then we got an interesting trailer, the legacy of Ant-Man. Yeah. And I really like this one. I, I sent you the disclaimer right afterwards. It's more of a, how did we get here? You know, it's like a greatest hits of Scott Lang becoming it's a recap. And, yep. It's a and recap it, of, it of everything really, Ant-Man's been in until the new movie. And we got some new movie footage. And it, it almost sets it up like, yeah, this is the final run of Scott Lang. Yeah. Which is sad. But everything that we've been seeing so far, granted, I haven't seen Wakanda forever yet, but I know that Riri's in there is Ironheart. So it seems like everything that we've been seeing is kind of setting up the the young Avengers and kind of passing the torch from the last generation to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, I mean, like, remember Hawkeye did that Um, Cap stepping aside for Sam like now Cap might be back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you I don't know. Tra- you sent um, a trailer for what is it? I can't see that. Is it Gen V? Gen V. Yes, the uh, spinoff I, of the boys that um, takes place in college. This looks just as good as the boys. Yep, and it's even going to have Ashley in there. You know, the Vought executive assistant there who was ripping out her own hair. So that looks good. Um, yeah, I'll watch that. That, that yep. does look good. It'll be on Prime, so of course, and there'll probably be some crossovers. I'm sure that they'll have unique characters, but there'll be some crossovers so that you know they'll let you know that it's in the same world, etc. Oh yeah. Um, we just got a full length trailer for The Last of Us. Okay. Um, the timing of this to me, when I watch the trailer, I don't play the video game, so I don't know what it's about video game wise. But the timing of this to me is like. Hey, did you like The Walking Dead? Are you sad it's over? Here's the different version of the same <laughs> fucking story. Oh, yeah. Um, no, not at all. Um, I, I could see where you'd go with that. Not at all. Um, this one, they actually, for one thing, they have a definition. They know what the virus is. It's the cordycepsis virus, the one that the fungus takes over the ant's brain and controls them. Um there's evolution to these infected, you know, the ones that you saw that were like slathering at the mouth and screaming. Those are the first stage. Then you get yeah. the the clickers, which is where their head is so much fungus that it just kind of explodes and they no longer have eyes, but they can sonar. They can hear any bit of sound and home right in on it. Um, you've got the juggernauts, which was the big one that was climbing out of there that can actually like throw spores. Um, and it's mostly, there's a lot more like the walking dead basically almost went back to caveman times. Um, this is more along the lines of like you saw, they're driving along the car. Uh, yeah. 
there's still guns, there's still ammo, there's still a military presence around. Uh, yeah, I did good. notice that. Yeah, it's very good. And they show you right in the trailer, but the basic concept is that Ellie was bitten and has not turned. She has not been infected. Her body is immune to this virus that's out there. She seems to be the only person that has ever been encountered that is immune. So Joel, who is a runner, is tasked with taking her to a research facility where they can figure out what's going on with her and create a cure. I don't know if you were just trying to talk to me, but... No, I was telling my son to keep it down. Oh, okay. I saw you like holding the mute button and then your mouth was moving and I was like, oh, no. So yeah, I, I think you will like The Last of Us. It, it's got the Mandalorian, you know, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like him? <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll, pro- I'll, I'll check it out most likely. Again, though, I was just, as I was watching the trailer, that's, that's the feeling I got from it. Like, oh yeah, no, this is, you know, for the, yeah, it's just the timing of it all. So, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then the last piece of news that I had sent you was that today was officially the start of filming for the next series of Doctor Who. I'm good with that. I'm very good with that. I'm excited. Um, a couple of things that did come in tonight, by the way, I thought you might be interested yeah. in. Uh, Scream Factory is going to be doing a 4K release of Bubba Hotep. I saw that. I'm good. I, I don't need that. There's also I mean, going that's to be not a, a movie that needs a 4K release. That was what I was thinking. We're also getting a 4K release of Slumber Party Massacre and Slumber Party Massacre 2. Again, we don't need 4K releases on these. No. No. Half the joy of them is watching them in the old grainy VHS right. quality right. Exactly. garbage. You know, this was Slumber Party Massacre, 1982. Slumber Party Massacre 2, 1987. Like, yeah. we don't need that. I like 2.0 mono DTS master audio. <laughs> mono. Yeah. And then in 87, it was the 2.0 stereo DTS audio. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, like you said, we don't need those. Yep. <sighs> so. Either way. I think that was uh, all that me. I had, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of a light week, but that's good because it, it gives your voice a rest. Yeah, it really is not uh, not the best. I've had to suck down like five cough drops. Not because you're coughing, but just to ease just to the throatage. Lubricate the throatage, yeah. And I know you said that you don't feel sick, but I can oh. hear a lot of congestion in you as well. So. Yeah, I just I don't feel sick. I just feel annoyed. Mm. So, but anywho, all right. Well, um, you can find me on the Twitter machine. I'm Superstar Mel because apparently a, that still exists. <laughs> I'm the Quantum Geek G33K, and it does for now. Yep. So, and that's uh, that's about it. We will uh, check you later. Yes, we will talk to you in the next week times. Thank you.